Welcome to episode 178 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Well, it's a good thing we weren't doing this pod uh, about 24 hours ago because I wouldn't have been worth the shit that comes out of my dog's asshole. But right, right now, I'm better than most, not as good as some. How are you? Uh, yeah, better than the former of the two. I don't know if I'm better than everybody, but yeah, I'm doing quite well. Although, um, 83 on May 10th, little outrageous. That's a little goofy, but hey, I'll get, you know, I'll get over it. I can't control, like my dad used to tell me, don't worry about stuff you can't control. Right. Although that's about 90% of my day is worrying about shit I can't control. So, but, um, yeah, other than that, spectacular. Good. Um, on the TV, we've got game five of the devils and hurricanes which we'll get to in sports but everybody makes such a big deal about how good looking henrik lundquist is and although the former ranger goalie is good looking guy i'm not going to shame the guy i, right. I think actually bessonetta is better looking more sure. man yeah manly rugged good looks and henrik lundquist is almost almost too pretty to be a male <laughs> So anyway, that's just an observation I had as we were. Maybe he'll end up going the way of Caitlyn Jenner. No, I don't think. No, I don't no? think so. Okay. Um, All right. But yeah, that was just an observation I was making as we were enjoying some uh, tweaks corner on the intro. Which, by the way, as we've mentioned the last few episodes, tomorrow their video will be on their YouTube channel, and Eric's going to post it on their Facebook page. And then their album will be available on their self-titled album. Tweaks Corner will be available on Spotify, uh, iTunes, and those type platforms. And I'm gonna have to take a look at the video because the video he's featuring the flights football and anything else. Uh, I'm pretty stoked. T-shirt, me too. And if I like the song better than what we're, we may have another new intro. If that's uh, <laughs> why not? If that, I, um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. So. Be sure you check them out. Again, I mean, if you're into country music or Alanis Morissette or something like that, maybe Tweaks isn't for you, but some real good uh, guitar yeah. playing. So I enjoy it, actually. So Yeah, me too. New album and video tomorrow, so look for it. Uh, all right, first tasting. Liz made a trip to, I was going to say Rukert's, but Rukert's is in Birch Run. It was uh, Horrocks in Lansing. And she got a boatload of selections, and we've got two of them for you tonight. The first one is Rusket Red from Oliphant Brewing Company. And it's not, I don't think Timothy Oliphant has anything to do with it because it's spelled O-L-I-P-H-A-N-T. Timothy Oliphant of Justified, I think, has a Y in his name. So no affiliation. But it is an amber red lager, 5%, zero IBUs. So smooth, easy drinking on a Thursday spring evening. Need some of that. Well, it's got the wonderful amber color. I'm drinking out of the flights glass. So I, the the label of the from at the Fishman Eight and the label of the flights glass I think hides the horrible pour that I had. Cheers. Cheers. I've got the yeah. stainless steel maple grill. Oh, on the notes, glass, it's yeah. all the oh yeah caramel that a red would normally have like almost you could be fooled into thinking this was a Sam Adams. I would go that far. I agree. Let me backtrack. Sam Adams, October fast mm-hmm. more than regular Sam Adams. I knew what you were yeah. talking about. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Got the, yep. 
No doubt you were drinking an amber red. That's what it said it is, and that's what it is. Delish. All right, so. Bring it. Let's go. What have you watched? What have you watched? What did you watch since last Thursday? Since last Thursday, did binge. Oh, finished the first season of uh, Designated Survivor. All, all right. 21 episodes. Wow, that's a long one. Oh, that's yeah. like a Riverdale type yeah. show. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm hooked. I mean, is it the greatest show I've ever watched? No. But it's really good, and it, it's keeping me going. There's, again, like I said last week, there's some kind of underlying subplot that still I don't think has been revealed, even though the the season one antagonist has been you know, brought out and is now on the run. They, they know who they're going after, and they just got to try to catch him now. And that's Kiefer Sutherland, you said, right? He's the president. He's not the antagonist. He's but he's the, in it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. He's the star. He's, um, he's the president. And I've, every time you bring it up, I'm almost positive I asked you, is this an old series or is this like new uh, two, series? 2016 to 19. Okay, so so yeah. all the seasons are already in and Correct. Th- okay, and you've just got through Yeah, one. you all could, right. if, if, you know, if, you know, if both your legs were broke and you wanted to watch all 60-some episodes in a row because you had nothing else to do, yeah, it's the it's all there waiting for you. All right, fair enough. Hopefully your legs aren't broke. No. But I mean, yeah. Yeah, and hopefully you didn't, just didn't jinx me either. But, hey, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, what did you watch, Mike? That's it for me. All right, well, I'm going to start back with the event last Saturday which I watched Sunday morning over coffee. And humble brag here, was five and two on my picks. And I'm actually going to consider myself six and one because it's your pod. The one of the two losses, as I explained on KBZ on the live stream last Sunday, and this was going to be my fuck you, but I kind of went off a little bit last Sunday and for our crossover listeners i don't want to bore them with a back-to-back fuck you but the our kbz live stream is on sunday right uh the jim Cornette experience comes out on monday it's released on monday and what i said on sunday is almost word for word well word almost word for word would be a bit of a stretch but Basically, and I am a disciple of Cornette. I mean, he was, sure. when I really yeah. followed wrestling, he was a manager of uh, the Midnight Express, you know, on WCW Wrestling, and then he went into some of his own promotions, whatever. And that's when I really was huge and, you know, like, yeah. you know, that, that was at the time, like, when Dusty Rhodes would lose a match, I literally cried. That's what, you know, <laughs> I mean, and my dad well, yeah. was so mad at me. He said, you know, they know who's winning and losing. What are you crying for? Yeah. Well, so, I mean, now that your nipples deep back into it, though, you probably know what to say or what yeah, he's going to oh. say, and you're, you know, you've kind of got it rolling again, right? And that, and so, like I say, the fuck you was Damian Priest. In a, for the people that did watch the uh, live stream, sorry, just bear with me for a second. Bad Bunny put on a good show. I mean, not quite as good as Logan Paul, but he didn't embarrass himself. And he treated the, you know, he treated it like wrestling. It wasn't a joke like you see David Arquette doing and like kind of what Snoop Dogg did at WrestleMania, you know, and some of the other celebrities, you know, kind of just want their minute in the, you know, in front of the big crowd. Right. But Bad Bunny actually did him. Made a run at it. Made a run and he looked good. 
and it was a, a San Juan street fight. So, and Priest didn't use the kendo sticks or the trash cans, whereas Bad oh. Bunny did. Cause, and Priest sold for him, sold for him. And I get it was in Puerto Rico, but if I'm not mistaken, Priest, I think, is Puerto Rican or some Spanish descent, I think. He sure looks like it. But they let uh, Bad Bunny got the win. And to me, that just is like, okay, well, then anybody can win. So me and you should just go in the WWE right. and we should win a match. Right. They everything that happened in that match was solid, yeah. except who won the match. Right. Because Priest is not just a jobber. And this wasn't just this wasn't a Thursday night show in Tupelo, right. Mississippi right. where nobody saw it. This was a I mean, not one of the big three, but backlashes, you know, it was a big premium live event. Yeah. So and, not as bad as Steve Urkel going in there and winning, but exactly. but Right, and it was an entertaining match. I have no problem with the match itself. It's just that you can't be. If it would have been Finn Balor, I can buy Finn Balor losing because Finn Balor is the weak or uh, Dominic Mysterio of the Judgment Day. I see one of those two losing because they're actually numbers three and four on the pecking order of the Judgment Day. Damian Priest is the male leader of the Judgment Day, actually getting some genuine bona fide heat and he's one of the up-and-comers that beats all these guys. Now, how can you explain? So, like, when on Monday night when Priest and um, Seth Rollins and whoever, maybe it was Shinsuke Nakamura, um, to get into this finals for Night of Champions, which we'll cover in segment two. Yes, more wrestling, folks. Um. How are you going to believe it? He's going to beat either of those guys after he just lost to ba- Bad Bunny. It's it just it was bad booking, I thought. So I'm taking the win for that. And my other loss was I picked uh, oh, fuck his name is escaping me now. The big guy, uh, Bronson Reed, over. And I even said I it's too early for uh, Austin Theory to lose, but I went on a hunch. So that's the one loss I'll take. But so anyway, uh, that was Sunday. I was pleasantly impressed with uh, Backlash. Oh, good. Yeah. So it was, it was very entertaining. <clears throat> WWE did a full job. You're having a hell of a time with I those earbuds, aren't Jesus, you, Dave? Jesus, what in the hell? Um, and then Liz and I started, I want to say Monday, seventh and final season of Working Moms. 13 episodes, bang, you know, ripped through it in like two days. I mean, they're 22-minute episodes. Yeah. It's... A female, the hangover almost. It, but okay. it, their mom's yeah. working. There's some hard-hitting topic would be a bit of a stretch. But there's something that, you know, real working mothers go right, through. But right. it's it's funny. It's actually worth the watch. All seven, Netflix, you said? Yes, Netflix. Okay. Seven season. And they said it's the final season. And the way they ended season seven was uh, the way they ended season seven was and where I apologize listeners for the buzzing I'm not we're trying to figure out where it's from um but they could very easily pick up where they left off because I mean it's just a sitcom yeah so, I mean yeah you can have people do goofy shit forever that's one I think I got to remember that I think that's one Shelly and I can oh, pick yeah, up pretty yeah, easy it's, and, it's, and we and both yeah and there's some there's some it. tasteless humor but it's it's for adults but it's it's really good yeah all right and finally on the what we've watched um, change of heart, difference of opinion, forgive and forget, 
bygones be bygones, any of the cliches you want to throw at. Can um somebody change their mind? Sure. All right, because like Will Smith, I know why I don't like Will Smith because his antics at the Oscars or Grammys or what I think it was the Oscars yeah. when he hit right. Chris Rock for no reason. So fuck Will Smith. Right. I, I don't like Will Smith. I probably will never, although I do like Suicide Squad. But anyway, um, <laughs> I won't, I'll probably never see right. anything from Will Smith again. I know why I dislike him. Okay. But I've got a change <laughs> of heart. And yeah, I'm going to admit. We heard the butt coming, but yeah. I'm going to admit. I, I Honestly, you know, this segues into what we've watched. Seg, did, like, did Tom Hanks do anything like Will Smith? I mean, I know he didn't hit anybody, but did he come out and say, all people named Mike with a podcast, flight football, anything else, I hope they die. He didn't do anything like Tom that. Tom Hanks? Yeah. I, I don't I, think I, so. Because I don't know, other than the, I still don't like Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump, I hate. Okay. Castaway was stupid. Saving Private Ryan, because I'm not a, a war guy. Right. Which I, I, of those three, that's my favorite of the three. Right. But, and what was the other one? Oh, in Philadelphia. Yeah. Because I'm known to be a bit of a hypochondriac. Philadelphia came out when my hypochondriasm was at its zenith. And, you know, had I, you know, watching Philadelphia, I, you know, I left the movie theater thinking I had AIDS. You know, <laughs> even, even though I, even though I know it can't be transmitted that way. So, but Ugh. other than the the way I hate, I don't know why. Yeah. I, I've been on this hate Tom Tom Hanks bandwagon, okay. like I have been. I mean, okay, all right. So, so where are we going with uh, this? Well, here we go. I mean, because like, look at Booze and Buddies. I love that show. Big Splash, Bachelor Party, The Man with One Red Shoe. Now, yes, yeah, some of those are cheesy comedies, but yeah, they were yeah. all watchable with some good laughs yeah. in it. Um, it's all his early stuff. Volunteers, The Money Pit. Uh, nothing in common with Jackie Gleason, Dragnet with Dan Aykroyd, Road to Perdition, Elvis as Colonel Tom Parker, even though you couldn't understand a fucking word he said, but apparently maybe that's how Tom Parker talked. Um, And then the voiceover for the Polar Express and you can forget the fucking Toy Stories. Oh, absolutely. So my apologies. I don't know. It must have been my hatred for the movie Forrest Gump or I'm forgetting what Tom Hanks did that really pissed me off. Yeah. But Liz and I, Saturday or I think it was Sunday. Well, and Big, I'm I don't Netflix. even think you mentioned yeah. Big. Did oh, you? yeah. And I got it rated on top, too. Yeah. yeah. And Big. Yeah. Um, so, so on what, Sunday, Liz and I on Netflix. It was, Netflix doesn't usually come out with recent movies. A Man Called Otto. You said you wanted to watch that originally. And right. you're like, I think I could like that. Right. And yeah. it, it's, Double thumbs up. F- fucking amazing. Tried like a baby at the end. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. It's a, it's, a, it's a brilliant movie. And actually, his son's not a bad actor because young Tom Hanks is played by Tom Hanks' son oh, in that okay. movie. And he actually does a pretty good job, too. So, um, yeah. So, if you got the two hours to, the, to spare, a, a man called Otto on Netflix is fantastic and... My apologies for, so uh, there's a couple of movies I don't like by Tom Hanks. Right. And then whatever he did to me that pissed me off so much, it must be water under the bridge. And like I said, the old forgive and forget type deal because. Well, Mike, you know what? It happens. (laughs) 
Sure it does. You know, I'm going old and going soft. What happens? <laughs> Shit. Oh, is that a Forrest, is that yes. a Forrest Gump? See, I wouldn't have got it because I hate that fucking movie. So... Or I think he said something like, what? Shit? <laughs> that, that, that's where the t-shirt came from. Shit even... happens. Oh, is that where shit happens? He's like, dude, can't... you got shit all over your shoes. He's like, it happens. Shit happens is a Forrest Gump quote. Well, no, I'm just saying the, that whole movie was like, he didn't play football for Alabama. When he was running right. across the country, he right. had you know some of his entourage that was running with him, and I think he had shit on his shoes, or he just ran through a pile of shit. Right. And the dude says, "Dude, you just ran through a pile of shit." And Forrest just says, "It happens." Yeah. Well, like I said, I hate that. He movie. says, "What shit?" <laughs> and so then everybody's wearing shit happens shirts. Well, that's what I'm asking you. So the shit happens. I've seen those. I don't really oh. think it came from Forrest Gump. They're just saying, "Oh, oh well." Forrest did all these amazing things yeah. like start a shrimping company or whatever, but you know, nobody, I don't even know if anybody knows where the shit happens, you know, quote came from, but they're, you know, the movie took the liberty of saying, Hey, it was Forrest Gump. All right. There we go. Well, anyway, I don't like that movie, but I do like most of Tom Hanks work. So I apologize to Mr. Hanks. And unless somebody reminds me, you know, maybe he ran over one of my dogs in the past and I've just blocked it out or something. Um, before we rate Rusket Red, what is that on the can, by the way? Is that an octopus? Who the hell knows? Yeah, I guess. No, because it's got claws. Okay, so yeah, I don't know what that is. Just a f- it, it must be, well, it must be an oliphant. Beca- it's spelled font, P-H-A-N-T, like an elephant, but the ola, I don't know. O- right. Olif? Don't know. All right. Well, we'll yeah. have to research it. All right, random question, and before you give the answer, the cheetah, I'll give the backstory. Okay. All right. So you're not going to ask me if I should fake my orgasms, are you? No. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, that's stupid on a man's part. <laughs> There's absolutely no point in faking a, ma- a male. That's orgasm. actually a movie quote yeah. as well. All right. Airplane. I haven't seen that in a long time. You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> 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 so. What's uh, the fa- it was the information desk at the airport. <laughs> What's the fastest land animal? The cheetah. Next. <laughs> Should um, I fake my orgasms? Yes. All right, but that was a woman though, right? I believe it yeah. was. Yeah. All right. Anyway, random question. And like I say, before you answer, I'll give you the give you the backstory. So, and I'm as guilty of this as anybody else. Why aren't Americans very patriotic or like yeah, so I'll just leave it at that because I can't explain anymore. And I you know. Lighting fireworks on the 4th of July isn't patriotic. It's people that like to fucking blow shit up. That has nothing to do with patriotism. Agreed. So anyway, backstory to that and is- I'm one of them. Other than, and oddly enough, this ha- first happened 38 years ago yesterday. Other than um, in a game at the old Chicago Stadium for the Campbell Conference Finals against the Edmonton Oilers when Wayne Mesmer- sang the uh, Star Spangled Banner, the entire uh, old Chicago stadium just screamed and hollered, hooped and ho- roared and screamed and, I mean, goosebump city. Uh, and then that tradition carried on with Jim Cor- Cor- Corneliuson. But I don't know if that's really patriotism as much as just getting fired up for a game, but it is pretty impressive display. So where I'm going with this is last night, game four, 
Vegas Golden Knights at Edmonton Oilers. They, some lady sings the national anthem, does a good job. She leaves. They go to a guy in the crowd. He's at center ice, probably six rows behind the bench. Darken the arena, put the spotlight on him, and he sings, Oh, Canada. And then maybe says like four more words and then just holds the mic in the air. And 15 to 19,000, whatever that building holds, sang word for word the rest of the song. That's I'm pretty, not, that's I'm, not even, awesome. I'm not even fucking Canadian, and I got goosebumps. And it, you got to check it out. It's th- that series, like I say, sports is segment two. A little spoiler alert here. That series is two to two. Game five is tomorrow, but two to two, there's guaranteed a game six. Game six is Sunday in Edmonton. I want to say it's seven o'clock. It'll either be on ESPN, TNT, or TBS. You don't even have to watch any of the game. Get there at the start. Watch the anthem. And it's, you want to, like I said, it get your, and you don't see that. There's probably, I'm not, and again, yeah. I'm not poking fun. I'm not, this isn't a pro military, anti-military question. And I'm as guilty as next person. You know, you, you're looking down in front during, oh, uh, then the rockets, red glare, you, you bump your buddy. And, uh, yeah. you, you know, you, you nod down to the purple thong in front of you with the tramp stamp with the the bullseye target <laughs> as a tramp stamp and you're not you know and you're just like looking you know yeah. so yeah. you don't see that in the united states where you know fuck most of the people don't even know the words to the song right much less belt it out and sing and and it was impressive it was obviously i'm sure not every single person was doing it but it was enough where you oh, could sure. cure yeah, it yeah, yeah. so sunday night think it's seven o'clock and it's tnt tbs or espn it won't be espn because espn will have uh, sunday night baseball so tnt tnt or tbs and maybe i'll put a reminder on the facebook page or something but you got to check out the anthem i don't give a i don't care if you watch one second of the game watch the canadian national anthem and if that doesn't move you right so anyway you're dead. back to the question and i don't know why it is but why we don't? Yeah, yeah. Why aren't we as patriotic as the Canadians? Take it for granted because of the. I think great everybody country, has or? their reason. Part of it is if you start belting out the song, somebody's going to make fun of you. Like you know, like when you were in third grade and you raised your hand and asked a stupid question, and then everybody made fun of you out at recess, so you never asked another question during your entire academic career because you're too afraid to make get made get made fun of. Right. Yeah. That's a decent example, but when you have. <clears throat> 15,000 other people right there with you. How are, but that's what it would take. You know what I mean? If it would catch on and somebody would, you know, I've seen it happen before at some high school games, or let's say you're at a track meet. I know it's happened a few times where they, they started off the star spangled banner and clearly something there, they have technical issues. A bunch of kids will just like, Hey, and just start belting it out to finish out the song and everybody follows along and it's, yeah, you know, and it's a feel good moment, but those are the few instances yeah. where I've seen it. Jesus, what I keep jerking my headset off. My, what the hell? All right, I go, need to go wireless. <clears throat> but anyway, I've seen it a few times. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what it is. I I think it's because we take it for granted of all the freedoms we have. I think and, so too, and for sure, and, absolutely. So, yeah. And I'm as like I said, I'm not. 
yeah. poking fun or making fun right. or criticizing others because I'm just as guilty of it as no, because yeah. I don't sing the song. Yeah. So maybe some of the Canadians are just so happy to get out of the freaking snow. Yeah, I doubt that's it. But. <laughs> well, last was it last weekend? Somebody correct me. But last weekend, within within the last two weeks for sure. But I think it was last weekend. Didn't uh, didn't Houghton get thirty six inches of snow or something stupid like that? I can't correct. They you had a huge know. storm when it got cold here. We had yeah. the we had the eighty degree week, and then it went to shit. And then I know during that time between the 80 degree week and now up at Houghton, they got three feet of snow. Could you imagine? Yeah, I can't imagine. People would be jumping off of their roofs and. I can't, I can't imagine that, but I doubt that's why 16,000 people sing the Canadian national anthem. It was a stretch trying to find an answer. All right, we can move on. Hey, so yeah, let's be more patriotic. But like I say, most people are going to have to learn the, the words of the song. And they just recently changed the lyrics to the Canadian national anthem ever so slightly as not, as if not to discriminate, they mm. changed like the her to he or he to oh. our, or one of those type things to them. Yeah. Or something like that. So, yeah. and everybody didn't miss a beat. And like I said, you'd be hard pressed to find many people that could sing. Right. The national anthem. So right. anyway, agreed. Unfortunately, maybe that's just me. I thought it was, but like I say, Sunday night, check it out. It's worth it. Could you imagine though, if you had a whole football stadium belting it out like that, and then they had the flyover, yeah. you'd probably have to, you'd probably like max out all the AEDs in the stadium. Yes. But let's go. All right. Yeah. Let's rate Rusket Red from Oliphant Brewing, the Amber Red Lager. I'm going 336. Delicious. Uh, can't go much higher than that. Cause it didn't like, holy gosh, this is the greatest fucking beer I've ever had. I got to have more, got to have more easy drinking. And it drank like it described yep. itself as being. Yep. I had it at a 3.45 simply because of those same answers. However, when we first took our pull, you know, we're like, yep, this is exactly what it's supposed to be. It's exactly what you would think. And also the really, really nice caramel notes that it had in the beginning. So, three point four five. All right. Um, Olapont Brewing must be a little bit smaller of a brewing company. Five or it's a brand new beer, one of the two. Five hundred and fifty-one check-ins were in the neighborhood, but they liked it slightly better than we did. Three point six nine. Hey, Mike. If any of you or the listeners are looking for that amazing and unique farm-to-table experience, look no further than the Maple Grill. You just got to get yourself to 13105 Gratiot Road in Hemlock. But first, before you do that, go to their website. See what's on the grill and what's on tap. Go to themaplegrill.net. Themaplegrill.net. And tell them Mike and Dave sent you. Ba-dum-bum. All right. What do we got next, Mike? All right. Next up, we have our fine folks at Austin Brothers. And you and I were thinking the same thing. Um, the can is a drawing of a man who is probably the name of the beer, obviously. And we were both wondering if it was one of the Austin brothers' children mm -hmm. came up with the, the can label. Oh, I bet. 100%. So, um, but anyway, Austin brothers, Alpena, Michigan. 
we are drinking a fruited sour known as Mr. Plumpricot. It is 5.5%, 10 IBUs. It's an interesting flavor mix. Plum and apricot in a beer. <clears throat> I don't eat plums or apric apricots as fruit, much less drink them in my beer. Yeah, I got the notes. And there's that little buzz yeah. again. Where the hell is that yeah, coming from? Yeah, because nothing's touching anything. And Weird. Yeah, listeners will have to suck it up. Send, send in donations so we can upgrade our equipment. You'll get rid of that buzzing sound. <laughs> All right, here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah, this will clean your colon out quicker than one of them burritos with extra guacamole sauce. <laughs> Sour. And to be honest with you, I, don't, I can't be sure if I taste plum or apricot because I don't eat enough of either one to know what either one tastes like. The only time I was eating plums was when I was doing the distance running before a half marathon or a marathon to try to clean out the system a little bit, lose a little weight so I didn't have to go during the race. Plums make you shit, or is that prunes? Both. I, I, I never knew. I never heard that on plums. Very but. fibrous. Any fibrous fruit like that. Yeah. Prunes would do. Plums would do it for me to a certain extent. Uh, prunes was like that. Was like extra. That was. I would like lose too much weight. Oh, okay. I'd be too cleaned out. You know what I mean? It's got. A, it's got a good left. sour taste to it, but I, I don't know if I should be happy or disappointed. I guess. Lesson learned from one episode one seventy eight is I've got to eat more plums and apricots because I don't I honestly can't say oh this tastes yeah. nothing mm. like that or oh yeah this is spot on this is apricot city baby yeah so it's more apricotty than more apricotty than plummy can I say that you just did you can't put a bounty on a man's head I just did uh, what, all right what movie I don't reckon slap shot. Oh, that, shut up. Yeah, that's when the owner, somebody called uh, Paul Newman's character, Reg Dunlop, and, and said, you can't put a bounty on a man's head because he was on a radio show and he put a bounty on Tim Dr. Hook. Tim Dr. Not Dr. Tim Captain Kurt. Captain Hook McCracken. He put a bounty on his head. You can't put a bounty on a man's head. I just did. Click. I just remember, I don't remember that one. I remember the, the one guy, the older, the older player, like really, really older player talking about the something with nipples as hard oh, as yeah. little stones. They were, they were, yeah, they were, uh, it was, uh, she was at the end of the pinwheel and, uh, and she said, cut glass. There's nipples as hard as little pebbles. Jesus, Mo. <laughs> That hurt like the fucking machine stole my quarter, coach. What's the story with that dog? Oh, that's the dog that saved the uh, Charlestown from the fire. Well, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a that's that's a whole movie full of one liners. We have to, I got to look back. I told Jake Danieleski, uh, we have a Mount Rushmore sports movies, and he asked me if was all the right moves on it, and if not, why not? And I'm like, you know what? Football movies, I think, yeah, somebody had all the right moves. That's what I said. I said, I don't know if I put it on it, but it had to be at least an honorable mention. But now I'm interested. I wish I got it. We got to get our intern on finding out which one, which episode that was. And we'll take a listen to it because 
Now that I think of it, I wonder if I even put Slapshot on that list because Slapshot, somebody, did. I can almost go verbatim, right? On again, maybe not every line of the movie, but right, right. They brought their fucking toys with them. <laughs> I'd rather have them playing with their toys and playing with themselves. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What are you guys doing? What the hell are you doing? Oh, we're foiling up, coach. Then he tells Brady, he said, they don't see the ice. <laughs> so, but, oh, yeah, that, what a great movie that was. But anyways, nice segue from uh, Slapshot into sport. All right, XFL championship game. In case anybody forgot, because they took a week off, which I personally think was a mistake. You got to strike why the iron's hot now. A lot's gone on. I mean, they're not the NFL. They're not the NBA. So a week off. I wonder if anybody's remembered the XFL championship game is at the Alamo Dome Saturday night at 8 p.m. We had the Arlington Renegades and the D.C. Defenders. So point spread is ESPN has it at minus six. Bet MGM has it at minus six and a half over under 47 and a hook. Uh, offense is kind of hit or miss in the XFL this year. So I'm staying away from the over under. If you put the proverbial gun to my head, I would take the under, but I am going to put a little action on the, on the DC team and lay the six or six and a half. Although I'm a little nervous because being in the Alamo dome, maybe Arlington will be kind of the favorite being at you know the home state that's not where they play their home games but they're they're the home team uh major league baseball epic rant of all time one for the ages last year when the Sox had a lot of talent and were kind of projected to do good and underachieved this year they were picked last by everybody in the al east not a good team I honestly don't think they can sustain this, but boy, through 38 games, they're making it exciting to watch. And more than ever, I, I got to be on the, the uh, altar of Cora because I, I have no knowledge of how this team is winning games, especially with their pitching. I, I mean, I, I haven't, I, I know why they're scoring runs. They have guys that can hit, but they're 22 and 16, 8 and 2 in the last 10, and they actually split with Atlanta in Atlanta. You know, it's only two game series, it's a small sample, but Atlanta's arguably the best team in baseball. And the Red Sox won one of the two. Kenley Jansen recorded his 400th career save, moved in the seventh on the all time save. Well, yeah, he became the seventh player with 400 or more saves. So I, I am, I'm dumbfounded by it right now. The, CBS, MLB rankings, everybody in the AL East is in the top 10. And that includes the last place Yankees. Right. And that's what you've been saying for yeah. the last couple of weeks. If yeah. the Red Sox were in any other division. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're And if they're not in first, they're only like a game out. In the East, they're 22 and 16, 8 and 10, 2 in their last 10 games. They're still seven fucking games behind the Rays. So as a Red Sox fan this week, you got to hope the Red Sox beat they play the, uh, the Cardinals this weekend, and you got to hope the Rays beat or the Yankees beat the Rays. So it's a, a Red Sox fan cheering for the Yankees to try to beat the Rays. So, but again, I I don't anticipate myself going on 
excuse me, one of those epic rants because I wasn't expecting much. I mean, they their pitching is terrible, but yet they're getting it done. And, you know, they have the most walk-off. It's, and that's the part that scares me. And that's the part that's not probably sustainable is they have, I think they have the most walk-off victories so far in baseball. And that, I mean, when, that's when something. That, yeah, when it, that. Uh, yeah, the, 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 it's going to turn into midnight Cinderella here eventually. Right, so, right. but Canley, I laughed at that signing when they made the signing. I was like, what the fuck do they want that old man for? He's, he's, he's got 400 saves. He's been around the block. And he, yesterday he was throwing 99. That's crazy. And, and yeah, he, the strikeout was fucking built. He had, he had two 99 mile an hour fastballs, then a ball. It was one, two, and he gave him a 99 mile an hour cutter and just undressed the guy. I mean, it was <laughs> filthy. So, yeah. I'm sure he, he's juicing, but hey, fuck it. You know, well, we when, know how when, you feel yeah, about that. Exactly. When it's the title, <laughs> I don't care. I'll turn the blind eye. Um, NFL schedules being released, I think, as we speak. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on some of those games. I'm not going to bother getting the phone with all the static the phone causes the mic. But. Yeah, the so we'll know the the primetime games. I think it's ridiculous if they're going to shove the Jets down our throat on a number of primetime games just for Aaron Rodgers. Because what has Aaron Rodgers won with the Packers? And the Jets aren't any good. So, they weren't. And I don't know what what is a thirty eight year old going to do for him. Yeah, Mike, I mean they signed Mike. Experience. They signed Randall Cobb too. So either Aaron Rodgers and Randall Cobb are together. Mm-hmm. Or Randall Cobb has pictures of Aaron Rodgers that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want anybody to see. Because wherever Randall Cobb goes, wherever Aaron Rodgers goes in, he's a, at this juncture of his career, he's a slot, short yardage possession receiver. But yet he's always in demand by Rodgers, which is kind of weird to me. Um, NHL, Carolina. You know that's going to come out. I'm just thinking before you get going with the NHL and Carolina. That's going to come. You just saying that right there. That's the power of the pot. That's going to yeah. come out in a week or so. Some shit is going to come out <laughs> where there's going to be some scandal with Cobb and Rogers, or some you know whether it ends up on you know ESPN yeah. or it ends up on Entertainment Tonight or whatever. I'm just saying. I just have this feeling you, you you're seeing something, you're feeling something that's probably there that nobody else is talking about, but it's going to become a thing. What are you staring at right I, now? Well, cause actually Darnell nurse has suspended one game for a fight, instigating a fight in the Edmonton Oof. Vegas. And boy, that, that never, those never used to be suspensions back in the day. That's why that's the pussification of sports in this world. It, those those are not suspendable offenses. So anyway, yeah. yeah so we got off topic there. Um, what kind of segueing into hockey? Yeah. So New Jersey, Carolina, Carolina's up three games to one. Game five is currently at the second intermission, tied at two. Later tonight, it's the Kraken of Seattle versus the Stars of Dallas in Dallas, two to two. Tomorrow night, we have Florida-Toronto, 3-1 to one Florida. The eight-seed Florida Panthers had a 3-0 lead on Toronto. Toronto won game four. Go back to Toronto. 
And later that night, Edmonton at Vegas, two games to two. And in the NBA, last check, the Celtics were beating the Sixers by 12-8, They were up by eight early second quarter. And the Sixers lead that three to two. I think the Sixers have to win tonight because they won't win game seven in Boston. And later tonight, Denver, Phoenix, Phoenix, is home tonight, trailing Denver 3-2. to two. Tomorrow we have Miami and the Knicks. In Miami, the Miami Heat are leading the New York Knickerbockers, three games to two. And the nightcap tomorrow night is the Golden State Warriors at the Los Angeles Lakers. With the Lakers up three games to two, and the point spread at the time of this recording, is the Lakers minus two. Mm. At the, when did that happen? The, the listeners know my feeling on LeBron James. Michael Jordan will forever be my goat. The Golden State Warriors are one, you know, the closest thing to this generation's dynasty. But I'm putting it out there right now, Thursday, May 11th, that I'm going to put my money in my bet MGM account and I'm taking the Lakers and laying the two to close out the series and face either Denver right. or Phoenix. So you heard her here first, the Lakers beat the Warriors in six with a larger than two point victory tomorrow night at, is it still called the forum? Mm. The LA forum or is it the Staples center? I think it's the Staples Center. Uh, either way. <clears throat> so what? So what happened? W- weren't the Lakers at the beginning of this season just trash? Yeah, and they they were part of the play-in game, right? They had to win. I think they were the nine ten. They won. They beat the ten, and then beat the seven eight to become the eight seed. Okay, I think. Yeah. I mean, anybody that, you know, listens and knows in the spring, I don't, you know, there's two things I do. I start cutting my lawn and it's track season. So I, right. I'm a little bit. And we never, we really don't cover the NBA on this pot. No, a but, little bit more now, but right. But yeah, but I just wondered, I knew, you know, back in February, January, like the Lakers. Yeah. yeah. Not, I mean, they're not. Well, and then the loyal listener, you know, the, those who really know me. I say, ah, he's hedging his bet. He went. He's going to bet on the Lakers, and he can gloat on episode one seventy nine of Flights Football or anything else. Hey, I told you so. Or possibly cost LeBron advancing. Either way, Mike's a winner. So yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I know the the folks have been dying for more wrestling. Uh oh. But first. All right, Dave, I'm going to go ahead and I'm putting pressure on you. Okay. I asked Liz for a number. Yep. And I asked Nick for a number. Okay. And I was going to take the smallest away from the highest and get a total. Okay. That total was number 90. Okay. First things first. I'm stunned with some of the songs that we've done on Stump Dave. 
that this song is number 90 compared to where it's like the final countdown was like 26. There's no fucking way in the world the final countdown is 64 spots ahead of this song. Number two, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and jinx you because if you do not get this song, (laughs) it is up to you to think of a new segment for episode 179 because Stump Dave will officially officially be over. All right. Because there's absolutely no fucking way in the world you don't get this. And, That's right and I'm there, actually, you just no, jinxed it. You know actually, damn well. I'm actually going to make it so easy. I'm going to put a limitation on you. What's the, it's the chorus that's repeated throughout the song, right? Yeah. And then the other parts of the song are the refrain? I believe so. Okay. So it's like the third refrain. So it's not early in the song. Right. I've got four lines for you. Mm-hmm. You tell me, do you want line one, two, three, four of this refrain? And then I'll tell you how many words are in that line. And you at, you tell me how many of, words of that line you need. That's how easy this song is because <laughs> okay. there's not hardly any part of this song that I can't even start saying where you don't know it. But you know no, damn well. You have confidence oh, in yourself. God. As, as well, as easy as I was repeating movie lines earlier, I was thinking when I was doing, I'm like, damn, this, you know, I got him going on to I was, shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna completely fuck up no matter what song he gives me today. All right, go. All right, so do you want uh, anyway? Uh, one, three. All right, you want line three? Yeah. And how many in the? There are seven words. Okay. In line three of this particular refrain. All right. How many words do you want? <sighs> three. All right. And I, I still have confidence in you. Okay. I'm challenging myself. Right. Yeah. And I'm just going to read it first. Okay. Wanted no applause. Wanted no applause. <clears throat> yeah, I got nothing. All right, so you may, you're gonna have to get you might have to give me all seven. All right, wanted no applause. It's just another course. Um, made could, a meal out of me. Oh, and coming back for more. Oh shit! <clears throat> See, but this is I'm just gonna say every time this happens, and I know the words. I get that. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. It's like a block. All right, so. Uh, made a meal out of me. And come back for more. Cool you down. Take a, another round. Back in the ring. Take a, another swing. Walls was ACDC. Back in black. No. Oh, no. ACDC. 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 Um. Made a meal out of me. And coming back for more. Cool you down to take another round. Now I'm back in the, the ring, ring to take, take another swing. swing. Walls was shaking. The earth was quaking. Earth. Back in black, isn't no. it? No. My mind was aching. And, and we were and making, making it. You. Shook me all night long. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. 
<clears throat> All right. The game possibly could continue. I would it, take a. I wouldn't uh, take a full. I wouldn't right. take a full one. We on definitely that, got but three quarters. I take a three quarters on that because I. Got I'll the probably words. give you. I'll probably give you uh, sixty-seven hundreds. Because you came out with back and black right off the start. You got ACDC, so there yeah. there gets you your half, half point for sure. Yeah. And then you eventually got it, so I'll bump you up. To say, I can't give you three quarters because you went back and black. Yeah, okay. And I went back there again. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, I, I'll accept that. All right, so wrestling. We have AW Double or Nothing on Saturday, um, Sunday, May 28th. The big match there is... The four pillars, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, who is actually Luke Perry's son from 90210, Darby Allen. Whoa, 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 whoa. Luke Perry? Yeah. Wasn't he? He's dead now, but he well, was, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. on 90210. Right. But he had an off, like how, like his, his offspring is like wrestling material? Ooh. Well, in the AEW is, I, I think he, oh, okay. of the four of these guys in this ring, he's the guy that I hate the most. Okay, all right. He's a douchebag, I think. But. <laughs> okay. And then we have MJX, MJX, MJF, Maxwell, Jacob, Friedman, versus Darby Allen, versus, uh, not Daniel Garcia. Oh, fuck, what's the guy's name? I'm forgetting the other guy that's part of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Uh Eric and Caitlin can correct me on this. I'm not going to waste anybody's time because nobody follows the AW anyway. But, um, God, I keep wanting to say Daniel Garcia, but it's not him. Now you know how I feel like on Stump Dave. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, there's no, just like I felt on Bad Bunny and Damian Priest, there's no fucking way Maxwell MJF cannot win this, defend his title. Because those other three guys, are Sammy Guevara. Woo, baby. You Thank go. you. There we go. Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Um, Darby Allen does some crazy fucking shit out there. It's amazingly he won't he'll doesn't kill himself. But like I say, there's no way that if if MJF loses this his title in this match, I probably will stop watching AEW. Uh because like there's a there's is just they almost make a mockery of wrestling and like the, the listeners out there say, well, wrestling's fucking a mockery anyway. What do you care? But it, AEW, in my opinion, there's no rhyme or reason to why they do what they do. And then we have um, night of champions, which is Saturday, May 27th, late morning, early afternoon, because night of champions is in Saudi Arabia. Mm. And we have Seth Rollins is going to face Tomorrow night on SmackDown, we have AJ Styles, Edge, and Rey Mysterio. The winner of that three-way faces Theory, Lashley, and Sheamus. Um, and those two will face face off. Those two will meet at the end of SmackDown and will face uh, Seth Rollins at the Night of Champions for that new belt in the WWE. So here's my prediction for tomorrow night SmackDown. And then between now and the 27th, we'll go over the full card of Night of Champions. And I know everybody will be waiting with bated breath. I know I will be. Um, Styles, Edge, and Mysterio. I'm going to say Edge or Mysterio. Oh, Edge hasn't been Ray. around. Edge hasn't been around in a while. I'm going to say Ray Mysterio. And then Theory, Lashley, and Sheamus. Austin Theory was going to win that one. Sheamus is still alive? Yeah. 
And he and Theory's going to win that one, and that way Theory can fight another wrestling legend. He fought uh, Cena at WrestleMania. Now he's going to get Mysterio. He's going to beat Mysterio, and then it'll be Seth freaking Rollins versus uh, Austin Theory for that new belt at Night of Champions. That's what I'm going with. So, right. I know the, the you know, and I'm putting my five and two record or what, what I like to call six and one record. That was just bad booking by Triple H and Vince McMahon on the Damian Priest thing. Agreed. So, idiots. Um, All right, you go first, Dave. You said you had a, you as, we were, as you were editing. You said, you know what? I got to fuck you. I'm gonna so so let me have it at the beginning of the pod. Some people might have been paying attention and said, if we were doing this podcast a day earlier, I wouldn't have been uh, as good as the shit that comes out of my dog's ass. Yes, right. So that was in reference to the 15 hour day I had. Come home and. Dog did not greet me at the door. Duke did not greet me at the door. So I'm like, hmm. And then I look over and I see the basement door open. Right then I'm like, son of a bitch. And then I hear him kind of hobbling up the stairs. Okay. So I somewhat kind of feel bad giving a fuck you to my dog, my 13 year old dog, sort of kind of. But sure as shit, pun intended, I go downstairs and for whatever reason, he loves to shit on the carpet downstairs. And it wasn't the pick it up and, you know, oh, kind of yeah. like you look at it and you're like, eh, maybe I don't have to really do anything. No, this was the, this was the, if it's there for more than 10 minutes, it's leaving a stain no matter right. what you do to it. So my fuck you is to Duke, my beloved 13 year old shepherd Collie who shit in three different places in the basement. So I spent the next hour and a half with the carpet scrubber trying to get as much out of it as the, out of the carpet as I could. So did you get the smell out? Smells out. All right. That's all that matters. There's a little stain on the basement carpet. Hell, look around you. None of them are shit stains, but they're all stains. Stains on the basement carpet are no big deal. If it stinks, there's an issue, but yeah, there's no microorganisms (laughs) left in that area. I'm like you, I'm a kind of a little bit of a, yeah, I, that, that doesn't set well with me, but, um, you know, kind of hard to, when it's a little bit runny like that, it's just, uh, yeah. So that's my fuck you to my dog. All right. Well, you went to your dog and mine, mine was after watching Sunday morning, the replay of backlash on the, on Peacock was going to be the WWE about, you know, the Damien Priest bad bunny deal. But like I said, I covered, I kind of went off on that on the KBZ live stream. And then something that it still bothered me to this moment right now. And it's, I think I'm now a third time recipient of my own fuck you award. Really? <laughs> because the last couple, since Nick has been home, from school, we give him 20 bucks. Or, you know, I say we because Liz and I's money's together. So, sure. It, you know, yeah. I give him 20 bucks to take me 
to Mike's house to record KBZ. And that way I don't have to be an adult, you know, and if things get out of control, it's like, Hey, at least I'm not driving. You know, when he was still at school. Well, I kinda, you are I, being an adult if you're making that kind well, of yeah, decision. Well, yeah, good call, good call. And I'm like, you know, the first three, I really monitored, you know, just had a couple sips of the bourbon and two beers, and I was fine to drive home. Right. Well, he's out of school. He's like, hey, you know, if you're not doing anything, you know, I'll give you 20 bucks. And not only does he get 20 bucks, he's using my vehicle. So we're, we're driving to Midland last Sunday, and... I'm looking at the fuel gauge. Yep, everybody knows where this is going. I'm like, all right, 71-mile range. I said, okay. Right. I said, because as we turn on Eastman Road, Speedway on Eastman Road, $3.16 a gallon. That's 32 cents cheaper than in Saginaw. Oh, yeah. I said, holy shit. 30, I said, okay, um, the low fuel light's going to come on. It's going to ding low fuel when you're on your way home, but you'll have enough to get home and come back and get me, and then we'll fill up. Just make sure you grab mom's debit card. I don't have a debit card. Liz has a debit card. He, okay, fine. So $0.32, cents, 20 gallons, that's $6.40. Cut, you know, yeah, $6.40, $6.40. Coming from a guy who will spend twelve ninety nine on a pint of beer, and think nothing fucking of it. Right. Yeah. Sure shit if he doesn't run out of gas on US 10 and Eastman oh. Road. And then, and then he and then he calls me, you know, they, you know, you know, and then because Carrie would have, you know, would have taken Mike and I, and Mike and I right. would have put, but down in Mike's basement, I get no, so he calls me six times, and I have no missed calls, no nothing. So shout out, I don't know why you'd be stumbling upon this, but if you were the guys in Midland, that helped my son push the blazer across Eastman Road into the speedway. Shout out. Thank you very much. Greatly appreciate it. But the fuck you is to me, it's like, he wasn't, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm still kicking myself because like worst case scenario, hey, they're like psychos in this world. You know, what if somebody would have, you know, kidnapped, kidnapped, tied up, taken away and held <laughs> right. for ransom or right. something. But, um, you know, but he, you know, 20 year old, you know, way mature, way more mature than, I'll ever be. And, you know, he, he got it figured out. People helped him. And again, thank you very much to those. Uh, you know, if you happen to be listening to this, if you help push a uh, yellow blazer across Eastman, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. You're a good person. Uh, but the fuck you is to me. It's like, <laughs> why push it to the absolute extreme to save fucking six dollars that's what i was kind of that's in my head i'm like, like just you... drive down the damn street and get it filled up right but it's like hey you know because 338 versus 316 that's a six dollar saving yeah. and again it's like you know fucks uh one yeah. of the beers not that we taste tonight one of the beers that liz got there were it was 9.99 for the pint and she bought two of them you know because there's two of them we sure. taste two so 9.99 yeah. 9.99 oh and didn't think anything of that oh i gotta save that six dollars <laughs> in gas yeah get the debit card you got enough yeah 71 miles you got yeah. enough so fuck you to me hell just break your feet <laughs> through the floorboards and yell yeah but ever do but yeah it's just i'm just so I, i'm still i apologize and he's like Dude, it's all right. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. It's just stupid. Nick, just... He's so chill, though. He's just like that. Oh, he was that's... pissed that night. Though. Oh, he was. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he was pissed that night. <laughs> so, and like, because he even told me, so tell your buddy Mike that I'm not that big of a. And I text Mike. I said, hey, 
Nick wants you and Carrie to know he's not an asshole. He was just pissed that I had him. And he saw it. And Mike's like, oh, yeah, I, that, yeah I, would, I would be the same if I was him. So I didn't think anything of it. But uh, so, yeah, yeah, fuck you to me for, uh, again, it's like, what is my old CD? Like, oh, I got 11 miles before I need to get gas. Now, like, here's just fucking fill the tank up, dummy. Here's the question, though. Like, yeah. have you always been like that, yes. though? Okay. I was gonna say always well, been not with like gas. Not, not when I was um because that's a sign, man. Not when I was like I know six, you're in your not, mid-50s. not when I was like sixteen and I had the seventy six Malibu that just didn't have any gauges and it was like, well, that red line looks close. I better get gas. Yeah, with the, with the old computer, you know, the high tech systems and everything is like, okay, well, it says fifty, so let's see. You know, the old Thelma and Louise is like, well, let's push on. Right. But I was just going to say, that's a possible, you're in your mid-50s. If it has to do with the price of gas and you're pinching pennies on that, that might be a sign. Right. That that would be a sign. But then when you drop $10 on a pint of beer. Yeah, it's prioritization. Right. So anyway, that, that <laughs> so like I said, that was. That was a good one. That was my fuck you to me. Is like I ran my son out of gas. And again, you know, yeah. whatever. So. <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. Start making better decisions. Just fucking fill up. And, I, and that's the other thing about it. Like, you know, I go, okay, I got 411 miles on this tank, 22.3 miles again. And all I do is clear it out. I mean, I don't fucking record any of the data. It's like, oh, geez. Lately, I've been getting 24 miles a gallon. Ooh, well, must be driving habits different. It's like, but yet it, that's the way I'm wired. It's like, you, I have to clear it out. Right. You know, so I, I, I pull into the gas station. All right, four, hold, zero. Scroll down. To trip two, whatever the fuck trip two means. I'm only making one trip, and they're both gauges are the same. So hold, zero. Okay, move on. It's like, I'm a, I've, yeah, I've got a lot of issues. I'm dealing with a lot of shit here. But, all right. All right, I think it's time to rate. Mr. Plumper Cotton, before you say anything, Dave, let me get my rating. I'm done. All right. I am as well. I'm going first. Yep. I, I really enjoyed this plumber or, or apricot or whatever the hell, whatever taste or notes you get out of this. Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. So 3.8. Wow. Back to back fucking weeks. In Shut the- up. Back to back fucking weeks, you and I fucking nailed exact because I went three point eight zero, and because like if you would ask me what it tastes like, I, I would my answer to you is like I don't know, but it was a good sour. It had a nice. Yeah. I mean, not not the pucker oh, sour, no, no, no. but a nice sour yeah. and a good flavor. Yeah. What it tastes like, I don't know, but I liked it a lot. Three point eight zero as well. What it done tap? Um. Now, again, we know Austin Brother is a small beer company, and this is the 2023 edition, so fairly new. So just 75 check-ins. That is 75, 3.77. So almost last week the second tasting was 390, 390, 390. This week it's 3.77, 3.80, 3.80. We're locked in, man. We're locked in and ready to go, so. As I look down at the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer. And as a late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.